That first time, after they moved, his mother had come with him, presumably to examine the barber. As if the phrase, short back and sides with a little bit off the top, might mean something different in this new suburb. He doubted it. Everything else seemed the same, the torture chair, the surgical smells, the strop and the folded razor. Folded not in safety, but in threat. Most of all, the torturer-in-chief was the same. A loony with big hands who pushed your head down till your windpipe nearly snapped, who prodded your ear with a bamboo finger. General inspection, madam, he said greasily when he'd finished. His mother had shaken off the effects of her magazine and stood up. Very nice, she said vaguely, leaning over him, smelling of stuff. I'll send him by himself next time. Outside she rubbed his cheek, looked at him with idle eyes, and murmured, You poor shorn lamb. Now he was on his own. As he walked past the estate agents, sports shop, and the half-timbered bank, he practised saying, short back and sides with a little bit off the top. He said it urgently, without the commas. You had to get the words just right, like a prayer. There was one and threepence in his pocket. He stuffed his handkerchief in tighter to keep the coins safe. He didn't like not being allowed to be afraid. It was simpler at the dentist's. Your mother always came with you. The dentist always hurt you. But afterwards, he gave you a boiled sweet for being a good boy. And then, back in the waiting room, you pretended in front of the other patients that you were made of stern stuff. Your parents were proud of you. Been in the wars, old chap? his father would ask. Pain let you into the world of grown-up phrases. The dentist would say, Tell your father you're fit for overseas. He'll understand. So he'd go home, and Dad would say, been in the wars, old chap? And he'd answer, Mr. Gordon says I'm fit for overseas. He felt almost important going in, with the adult spring of the door against his hand, but the barber merely nodded, pointed with his comb to the line of high-backed chairs, and resumed his standing crouch over a white-haired geezer. Gregory sat down. His chair creaked. Already he wanted to pee, there was a bin of magazines next to him which he didn't dare explore. He gazed at the hamster nests of hair on the floor. When his turn came, the barber slipped a thick rubber cushion onto the seat. The gesture looked insulting. He'd been in long trousers now for ten and a half months. But that was typical. You were never sure of the rules, never sure if they tortured everyone in the same way, or if it was just you.